You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Munch. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts Podcast, issue 94. I am your host, Dan Ryan, and joining me this evening is our very own Asian Superman, Matt Much. Whoa, I'm first? I was not ready for that. <laughs> Sorry? Is that, is that not okay? No, it's wonderful, and I appreciate your faith in me as your brand new super person, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that title. Well, we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. Also joining us this week, birthday boy Evan John Goldstein. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Evan John? Come on. My mom will kick your ass. <laughs> she will not. She was lovely. Your mom was adorable, by the way. She really is. You're a lucky boy. I am. Hi, Evan's mom. And finally, rounding she is out. not a big fan of this show. No? Why not? Neither Do is Marge, so it's fine. Do you have to swear so much? Do you have to say the F word so fucking much? I, huh. Finally, rounding out our foursome this week is the not Mexican, but Armenian, Dean DeFalco. I prefer to be a polyhedral dice. Fetch me some green beans. They're a delicacy. <laughs> Brother Nero! <laughs> How many sides? Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with 12. Inside nice. jokes. Gentlemen, it was a heck of a week in comic books. Um, we're going to jump right into it and start by uh, talking about Conan the Slayer number one. New book from Dark Horse, written by uh, Cullen Bunn, with art by Sergio Davila, or Davila? I don't know. I'm Spanish. I should know how to pronounce Danny that properly, Danny DeVito. I suppose. He, he drew it. <laughs> he's very talented, that guy. Really short. I don't know if you know that about him. But very, Danny DeVito he's a tiny is short. Man. He's a tiny man. But anyway, so uh, Conan the Slayer, uh, this is... The new miniseries, um, Dark Horse has been doing a, a series of miniseries of Conan books over the last number of years. And uh, in my opinion, they've been pretty good. I, I haven't read all of them. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the ones that I have read, I have liked. They are official canon as far as Conan is concerned. Uh, this one is no different. This, uh, this starts with Conan uh, just with his ass just having been handed to him. He is, like, at the end of a fight. He's bloody. There's arrows sticking out of him. He's dragging his sword in the dirt. And, uh, like, the very next page, like the third page in the book, we get this gorgeous double-page spread of some really foul, fucked-up, like, Battle of Blackwater shit. Battle of the Bastards. What other Game of Thrones references can we throw in here? Cause I, dicks. I, I, no, not dicks. Although... As an aside, um, oh boy, it's all been. I, I, we're <laughs> already aside.ing <laughs> It's been three minutes. Tiffany and I have uh, have gone back and started huh? Game of Thrones over again from uh, from the beginning, and uh, I forgot and was taken quite aback by Hodor's ho dick. Because hold on, <laughs> that shit is amazing. Good for Hodor. Hodor's ho dick is hotacular. <laughs> <laughs> title really is i'm not that, putting oh, up man. the title think of something else you're not putting the ho dick up there hodor's the ho dick 
Just put Hodor. We'll understand. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> just back to the thing. So uh, we get this really gorgeous double-page spread of uh, some really terrible battles, and then we, we see the people that are chasing after Conan. Uh, he's making his way through... It looks like Arizona, but it's probably not Arizona. <laughs> Most likely not Arizona. <laughs> you know, absolutely but Arizona. It looks somewhere like that. Maybe Red Rocks in California. I don't know. Uh, he's making his way through. These guys are hunting him. He uh, he gets fucking angry. Jumps at them. Gets into a fight. Starts cleaving motherfuckers in twain. And uh, arms are gone. Heads are sliced. It's fucking violent and bloody, and it looks gorgeous. Um, but eventually he finds his way to this camp and, uh, passes out, right? And the guys at the camp, they're, they're bandits and they, they know who he is, but the, the leader, the father here of this camp says, let's keep him, let's chain him up. He may be more used to us alive. Uh, the, the people who are chasing Conan, the, the rest of the group eventually shows up to the camp. The father lies to them, says, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. We don't have anybody like that here. There's some, uh, there's some sibling rival, rivalry between the, the guy's sons going on here that I'm sure is going to come to play later in the book. There's some banter back and forth between uh, Conan. It's a very wordy book for a Conan yes. book. Yes, it is. I mean, I, I didn't mind it. I think it's well written. But, um, you know, if, if you haven't read a Conan book lately and you're expecting Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan to appear on the page... This That's all I that. really wanted was just a bunch of him screaming Krom and swinging a sword. <laughs> Krom and just fucking dude. So up. I wasn't supposed to be hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in my head oh, I mean, as I was. I did. Oh, okay. I, you could. Right. I. I mean, you know, they didn't spell it right. I had to put the accent on myself, but <laughs> the lamentations I of heard the, the women lamentations and all that shit. Women. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean that that's pretty much all that happens in this first issue. We come to an understanding here at the end. Uh, Conan and the father figure are just kind of bullshitting back and forth, and that's uh, the father figure says, you know, maybe uh, maybe we'll have a way to help each other, and uh, that's kind of where we left it. Now, I like this book. I think that's because I've read some of the previous Conan books, so like I'm not necessarily jumping into this blind what did you guys think? uh it was it was good i liked it i'm pretty sure he's gonna bang that oxana chick s sometime in the near future mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's that's gonna happen evan what what about you are you are well are any of the three of you like big conan I like fans? The movies this was the first ever i think conan comic i've ever read and it was pretty good for the first one i've ever read i'd probably read another one you didn't. You, you haven't gone back and like dug through the seventies. No, Marvel no, Conan I haven't run. really gone deep into the no. the Conan archive that is just so deep and <laughs> and thoughtful and stuff. No, I haven't. Mm. Mm -hmm. I I mm -hmm. never read any before this. I just had a couple structural issues. Okay. Or questions anyway. It says number one. It's number one of an arc. Uh, it says number one thirty eight in a series. Mm -hmm. Is that the canon you were referring to? It's it's actual yes. legit Conan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've been doing Evan. You've been reading comics as long as I have. Dark Horse has been doing Conan forever. for as long. Well, I remember there always being a Conan book. It's Conan the Slayer. Um, right. I, I'm going to assume it's always been by Dark Horse, seeing as they have that numeric. I don't recall who did it before, if anybody. 
but, you just well, mentioned a Marvel. That was a long there, time there ago. There was... Yeah, the the Marvel one was the 70s. I mean, I'm talking like late 80s, early 90s. I always remember there being a Conan book. And if I'm not mistaken, the, the Marvel shelves. run was Barbarian, wasn't it? Yes. Did Conan ever fight Hercules? No, I well, I, I'm going to say like no. I wouldn't be able to I, I wouldn't be able to tell the voices in my head the different <laughs> cuz they'd both sound like Arnold I Schwarzenegger. Don't, they do. I don't know that they ever crossed over. I don't think so. I now think, I want them to. <laughs> I well, absolutely. And like bring back Ares, like after fucking Sentry ripped him in half. Actually, or just bring in, in the half, bigger twin from the twins movie. Um, the kindergarten cop. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters Commando, fighting. Him. Predator, Ooh, the, the last wow. American. Great, wait, American hero. Which one was that one? <laughs> Like action hero, hero. That's what. Last, last, last action, action hero. hero or something. Fucking something stupid. <laughs> I don't know. He had a very American Kimble? Name no, Kimball for... was kindergarten cop. Yeah, okay, there you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Throw him in there. Yeah, the, uh, the pimp ass character he played in uh fucking yes. True Lies. Movie's dope yes. as fuck. Mm -hmm. And End of Days. Did any of you guys see End of Days? That movie's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, that, was, that was a crazy movie. That's a that. fucking great movie. I did anyone ready see the, the, the no, zombie like, movie that he was in? No, the yes, the that was actually one, pretty good. Or, like, no, all right, listen, we're, we're gonna was cut it? where he can keep showing. Like we, we have to stop the iteration somewhere. When he gets old, he can, we can't have any of those. That's just gonna. And we didn't even mention Terminators yet. Oh my god! So we have Kindergarten <laughs> Cop, the Terminator, Conan, Hercules, John Kimball. I this these stories just write themselves. <laughs> what do they all really walk did. into a bar really or something? <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a joke. Dean, we're trying to take this seriously. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I apologize. Let's Come on now, sir. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, uh, there's been, Matt, to answer your question, there has been a Conan book for quite a while that Dark Horse has published. I, I believe the stuff that Marvel did in the 70s was part of the, it might have been under the Star imprint, where they had a lot of, uh, like, licensed stuff. They did a He-Man comic for a while, and like Micronauts and Sectars and shit like that. I think there was oh, a Heathcliff, boy, Heathcliff. Book that they did for a while, but yeah, really didn't fit with the rest of them. But anyway. The only other thing is it doesn't say to be continued. I assume that's just uh, assumed? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> it does say part one in the uh, splash page in the beginning. So what about the art in this book? Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's all right. It I fits. thought it was a little muddy at points. Uh, he, I thought he used like an excessive amount of shadowing. Um, I, I didn't mm -hmm. hate it, but that was just something I like kind of observed. Um, it, it seemed like when he didn't want to do a lot of detail, he got a little lazy and was like, "Shadow on half the face. It, it's easy." <laughs> there's there's a lot of scratchiness yes. to it. There's a lot of line work, and I like that. I think it looks good. Um, especially, like I said, in that double-page spread, I think that's probably the best art in the book was on that page or on those sure. two pages. Um, it's but I inconsistently think it, detailed, though. Yeah. Even within a single panel, something will be incredibly detailed, and then there's really just a lot less attention paid to the background or another dude in that panel. Yeah, it's kind of from the uh, the the... I, which which Kubert is it that does that? Is it Andy that is notorious for that? Of like everything in the foreground is hyper detailed, yes. and then the shit in the back like is just a yeah. white circle. 
for an eyeball and you're like, really? I, I'm, I don't know what God you're speaking of. <laughs> no, I, I'm, this is not disparaging our relationship with the Kubert school. I'm just saying, don't teach him to do it that way. <laughs> we'll I don't think that's a right taught time technique. So I can edit this out yeah, yeah that. <laughs> appreciate that, dude. I'm just asking a question, sir. It's a valid okay. critique. Just so you know, uh, Marvel did the I, Savage Sword. Uh, no, Conan the Barbarian, and then it switched over to the Savage Sword of Conan, and then the Slayer, and mm. so on and so forth. There's been a Conan book forever. Ah, yes. So it was there enough in this one for you guys I, to pick it back it up? I it was for me. Book. No. Evan, what about you? No. No? Okay. No, I wouldn't, but I'm just not a fan, so it's not for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. So two yeses and a no. I like it. I think, and that's kind of the way the Conan books, I think, have always gone, is that for their audience, it's like, yeah, this is right on. This is just Conan and... and you know, that's that's what we're going to get from it. And for people who are not into Conan already, there's there's really not enough, I think, to get you in here. But let's jump over from uh, from Conan to uh, another classic character. We'll go with uh, and completely different in terms of the artwork, because this book is detailed as shit. Uh, Kong of Skull Island, number one of six from uh, written by James Asmus and art by Carlos Magno. What? What struck me about this book in the solicitation for it is that this is, I believe, one of the first outside things that has gotten the official stamp of approval for this to be the canon for what came before the King Kong story that we all know. I did not Th know this that. is okay. This this is the prelude for Kong. Like what we're gonna, what would be the '30s movie? Right for the original King Kong, oh. that that we all you know I, at I least I love it's, great, it's one man. of my very but favorite yeah, films I mean, of all I, when time. When I saw Kong going towards Skull Island, I was like, eh, all right, may, maybe maybe this is like what's happening before because if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be all that into it. Yeah, because so wait, you're, this you're under the impression that one of the apes on the boat was King Kong. Pretty sure, right? Uh, that was my well. Let's let's talk about I the book real so. quick. Is it not before before we jump into that? Um, basically, what this is: there are two warrior tribes um, that are sort of related, but not necessarily. Um, they are the Atu and the Tagu, sure. or Tegu, something like that. Nobody cares. It's fine. These two tribes are, are having a competition, and the competition is between their giant gorillas, their Kongs. Um, now, they refer to them as the Kongs, not King Kong, because we haven't met that one yet. But the again, like the fourth page into this wow, book, we yeah. get this really detailed splash page that is absolutely stunning. This I think this was my favorite page of the week of what I've read so far. I, just gorgeous of these two giant gorillas just beating the shit out of each other and a bunch of people cheering them on like in a stadium. So basically we get the backstory that these gorillas are trained by different people in the tribe 
there's a couple people uh, that, or there's a couple different philosophies on how to train them. There's kind of a, a maybe a bit of a heavy-handed message in here, where the uh, the I suppose the hero that we're supposed to be rooting for, mm -hmm. uh, Usana is her name. She is saying that she trains her Kongs with uh, with respect because with respect comes love, and if somebody loves you, they will fight for you. Uh, whereas the other trainer from the other tribe, or no, Awada, that was her name. Um, Awada trains with love, and the other trainer trains with fear. And, you know, she basically says, if, if, if they love you, they'll fight for you to protect you. If they fear you, they'll fight because they don't want to get hurt. And that's just, it's not as good, it's not as strong or whatever. Your bond isn't there. Um, but as they're going through, we, you know, Awada's, uh, tribe of Kongs lose and the natives are preparing a sacrifice for the gods and they're they're doing this because it's part of this whole ceremony thing that they have this whole ritual around the Kongs fighting but also because the volcano that is on their island is about to explode they've been studying it they notice that the fire is rising in the volcano and they know that if the volcano explodes uh, they're all fucked basically so as the uh, Awadas tribe is sailing away, or, or getting ready to sail away, the prince of the rival tribe, who she is in love with, but it's secret, we don't know, nobody else knows that yet, uh, he, they have a little meeting about, you know, what they're going to do, and, you know, can we, when will we see each other again, and we need to get married, and we can unite our tribes, and lo and behold, a couple panels later, the father of the tribes, come up with that very same idea because they want to use the ships that Awada has that she is transporting her Kongs on off island to go get food. They want to use their ships to get their people off. Now, apparently, correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I got out of it is that Awada's people are kind of uh, the lower class. It seems that was in class like people. Other, other set is the warriors and okay. um, they have a tenuous relationship. Right. Um, they have a tenuous yeah tenuous at best right so as they're uh you know they go through this whole thing the the leaders of the tribes decide to unite the prince and awada and uh they start awada she sails away with her kongs and as they're sailing away uh they're blown off course and they're blown lo and behold to skull island the the famous giant fucking skull that we see you know in the movie that that very iconic image is captured uh, really, really nicely, I thought, here in this as well. And as they are sailing to it, they're like, ah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. You know, the old stories, it's not a, it's not a big deal. Oh, they my just call God, it pterodactyl. Skull there. <laughs> Nothing bad's good. Oh, pterodactyls, <laughs> holy shit, right? <laughs> fucking pterodactyls come out, attack them out of nowhere. They're attacking the ships, attacking the Kongs. Fucking giant gorillas are getting thrown into the ocean and eaten by giant fucking alligators and shit. And uh, things take a turn <laughs> real yeah. quick. We, we, we cut back to the other tribe and the volcano explodes and then we get boom to be continued. And I was yes. like, fuck, man, this was awesome. I enjoyed the shit out of this book. Now, Evan, you said you love it. But Dean, you said I did. you wouldn't have bought the next one. Hmm? Didn't you just start no about saying Conan? That? He said that. Oh, about Conan. Conan. Okay, I'm sorry, I misunderstood where you were going because I wasn't <laughs> listening. I'm a bad host sometimes. All right, so yeah, 
Evan, you love this. Uh, the art tell, style. Tell is me great, what you love, especially about. for what the 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 topic is. It's a very rough, gritty looking style. Right. Um, super detailed. Very na- but like super all the natural parts on of, top of, of that, like the water and the the way all that stuff looked great. Um, I am. I don't think King Kong is either any. Well, it's one, two. There's four gorillas on this these ships. I don't think. I think King is on the island. I don't know. I mean, like, because okay, if if they're trying to lead this into what we would see in the movie, it would make sense that it would be one of these uh, specific creatures. Well, well, I'm saying he's on the island. She makes it to the island and befriends him. Oh, okay, Skull Island. Okay. Skull Island. All right. Yes. Well, all right. I oh, I could. I could see that because yeah. she's they have the, all the other ones have names like she she was talking to one about her belly ache and he was poking her in the well we won't talk right. about that that was <laughs> he he's big was he cute. just poked a little tiny belly it was cute but <laughs> but I thought that was a particularly nice callback to the way mm-hmm. Kong interacts in the movies right because he does have a very caring and playful relationship especially in. I know it got it's kind of a love it or it's, hate it. It's the, not the a Peter bad Jackson movie. remake, I, I think it was which just I, very I thought polarizing. was phenomenal. I yeah, I mean, I personally love it, and I think the 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 playing that Kong does in that one, particularly on the on the scene where he's <laughs> ice skating, for lack of a better term, um, is just adorable and childlike, and there's a very loving relationship here. And I thought that that him the the one giant gorilla here pointing to Awada's belly um about a tummy ache and like kind of playing with her i thought that kind of called back to I, that i feel like uh, they're setting relatively up nicely more for well her character trait than the monkeys or the apes whatever you want right. to call them i feel like it that, that they're trying to set the stage for her right. being accepted by these animals so that's just my opinion mm-hmm. I w- I'm probably going to pick up the next book to take a look to see what the hell's going on in that island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited about this. Matt, what about you? Um, I only thought it was okay. Again, I run into the problem where I just wasn't that into it because I'm not a huge King Kong fan. And I wish I was. I wish I could take <laughs> these things that other people enjoy so fan, much man. and love them like you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you just ruined it for me. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm just playing. It's okay. But I, I don't know what to I mean, I, it's I don't know probably not for everyone because. Really... Well, it, it's. Well, you know what? You I want to like um, that. I, I run into the same problem to. with Godzilla books. And it's because you can't focus the entire book on you know the monster itself it's going to be about development for the the protagonist and stuff fighting the monster or figuring out a way to capture said monster or something and in this book it's going to be about a trainer and you know on the island befriending a monster or like trying to stay alive with said monster and the tribe that's going to worship the monster after like it it, it's not going to be about, you know, King Kong be like, man, I want some bananas today. Bananas sound good. Oh, there's a T-Rex. I'm going to fight him. But how fucking awesome would that be <laughs> if issue two, there were no people and it was just the inner monologue of King Kong? 
So you're you essentially want I might read that the Hawkeye issue that was about the dog, but for King Kong. Sure. Every third word is banana. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking banana, banana that similar to the way the Smurfs talk out to my Fuck the Smurfs, banana. okay. Actually, you know what? If there was a DC remake of the Smurfs, Smurfs that was dark and gritty, I'd fucking read it. I wonder, is that a different... <laughs> is that Hanna-Barbera? Is that a different property? Yeah. How come they didn't pick up on the... Yeah. Did anybody else... All right, so... Smurfs, I don't think The it's ad at the back of this issue for Skyborn... I don't has anybody uh-huh. heard anything about that? Yeah. It's not out until September. Nope, but it's Frank Cho, which uh, means I'll at least check out the first issue. I'm, I'm it really better not be anything like Totally Awesome Hulk. Credit in the advertise the new original series from celebrate celebrated creator Frank Cho, parenthesis Totally Awesome Hulk and Savage Wolverine. Well, they're not going to put out his. Uh, they're not going to give yes, him credit for the I Wonder Woman did. covers. Did you happen uh, to see? The hullabaloo, hullabaloo today, yeah. that happened today. No. What? It was a hell of a hullabaloo. Frank Cho has been doing alternate covers for the new uh, Wonder Woman series that DC is putting out. And yeah. I think there, I think only two issues have come out so far. And he's been solicited. I think he was going to do the I first was six be, no, he uh, was covers, supposed alternate to do takes on him. 12 months with two issues, two books oh, each was he? month. Okay. He he's only done six. Oh, okay, that's what it was. All right. He's only done. Okay, okay. Rucka, and please. apparently, Greg Rucka, the <laughs> Rucka, please, the writer of the Wonder Woman title, has been very opposed to Frank Cho's covers and has been asking for them to be censored. And Frank Cho wrote a uh, a very sternly worded uh, missive today about Greg Rucka like being the leader of censorship against his covers and shit. I don't shit. see what's the problem And he has walked off the book. He's not fucking the doing covers. it. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. Never mind. And I saw a couple. Okay. They're not... Did you get... Uh, they're nothing that Frank Yeah, Cho but the, uh, the ones that I saw that weren't, that weren't bad at all. But it's there's fucking also... Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was... No, there, I didn't see anything. anything that. I mean, Greg Rucka is a very serious guy, from what Greg I understand. I don't know show. Greg Rucka personally. Like we don't hang out, but uh, great, he is a big fan of. This. How could he not be? But from what I understand, interviews and whatnot, um, he takes his shit very, very seriously, which is fine. And Frank Cho has always had a very cheesecake quality to all of his artwork. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. Frank Cho is He's also really, really good reasons. at what he does. Yeah. And they're all... Right. They're, they're alternate covers. Like, this isn't... It does nothing to take away from the story within the book. I think it, in my needs opinion. to calm down a little it, bit. You know, I, anyway. That's <laughs> probably true. That is probably true. But, uh, so, this book, back to what we were talking about, Kong of Skull Island, yes, number fine. one. Um, gets a definite buy it for me. Evan. Buy it. Matt. It's a meh. Meh. And Dean. All right, so. Oh, okay. re- Same as Tony. Yeses and a meh. 
I'll take it. That's good. Uh, the same as Conan. Well, yeah. Right. But I again, look at the characters that we're talking about here. You know, really old properties have been around for a long, long time. They have their fan base. I just you have no appreciation for the of, uh, no, really show, can, we, can we get on to Asian Superman? <laughs> on... We can. New Superman number one. Oh, DC man. Universe. The the yeah, Matt I got much nothing nice of to say about this comics. Book, so I, I, I don't want. Still don't know if I want that. Fucking I don't. Guy. I don't I think don't I have do. something really nice to say about it. At a at approximately page twenty seven, oh, okay. ended. Mm. Oh dear. That is true. That is true. So, Boo. all right, we're gonna give a quick synopsis on this book because, uh, boo. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, we start off with, uh, I will at least give them credit that they got the pronunciation, or not the pronunciation, but the uh, the, the wording correct, um, and gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in Asian cultures, Chinese culture, Japanese culture, when they sure. say someone's full name, the last name comes first. I so, do get confused because I, then I get to a point where I never know if somebody has gone ahead and switched them, depending well, on what why, audience why they're talking is this to. So a it's, point? at what point in time does this happen? Well, be, because in in the book, uh, they start talking about um, you know we have our main character here, New Asian Superman, uh, is mm -hmm. bullying this kid who he calls uh, Fat Boy. And he says, you know, his real name is uh, Lixit or Legion. I, Legion. Or I, I don't know. I don't know the Asian pronunciation, so I apologize. But L-I-X-I-N, it's either Legion. We'll just call him uh, Fat Boy. Legion or whatever. Um, Fat Boy. Which he proceeds uh, to do. Which he proceeds to do the rest of the time. Uh, he's bullying him. And then uh, a, a blue condor sure. who looks like a shitty Punisher ripoff. <laughs> Um, shows up, mm -hmm. and he's the first American-style... How do they say this here? Shanghai and China's first American-style supervillain. Uh, he shows up and picks up Fat Boy, uh, the bully, who we don't really even get really introduced to him yet um, to get his full story. Uh, he throws a soda can at him instead of running, and Blue Condor uh, runs away. He gets hit with a fucking soda can by this by this kid. Hell of a supervillain. And he flies away. So, uh, you know, Keenan, who is the uh, the main character here, he uh, he goes over to Fat Boy, says, you know, are you all right? After this kid, he's been bullying for quite a while. We are left to understand. And right away, Fat Boy is like, uh, you know, here's all the money in my wallet. I'll bring you more tomorrow. You're my hero. I'll bring more. Blah blah blah. Uh, so a Reporter shows up, uh, Lainey Long. She is a reporter for Primetime Shanghai. And <laughs> yeah, boo. I agree. Really strange. Really weird. Yeah, boo. she uh, she interviews uh, Keenan Kang. I was going to say boo every and, time you say your name. Uh, <laughs> I, All I right. think you should. Uh, his his video has apparently already of him throwing the soda can at Blue Condor has already been uploaded to the net. Got a half a million views. They're going to do an interview. Blah blah blah. So, which is um, absurd. The reason the reason that I brought up the the Asian naming convention though is because when he is giving the interview, sure. uh, he says my name is Kong 
Keenan. Sure. Um, sure. But I believe his okay. first name is Keenan. Right, like <laughs> I would introduce you as Goldstein Evan John. Supposed to. All right. Evan John Goldstein. Right. So anyway, gives this whole fucking interview. There's a shadowy organization that is uh, watching it. He's kind of a douche. And by he kind does of douche, finger I mean totally guns in this douche. book. Uh, the shadowy organization. <laughs> he does. He certainly does. Uh, he says he, he asked the reporter out for a date. Uh, she says, fuck you. Pretty much graduate high school first. He goes to his dad. His dad's a mechanic, but also a conspiracy theorist who is part of a writer's group. Sure. Mechanic, conspiracy theorist. Yeah, Naturally. It's a very, you can see hand how hand. these are intertwined um, without any stretch of the imagination. Uh, his dad pretty much shuts him down and says, you know, uh, no, you don't want me to talk to the reporter because uh, the only reason you were by that kid today is because you were picking on him. You're kind of a, uh, a cunt and you don't want me to tell the reporter that you're being a bit of a cunt. So <laughs> harsh. Dad is kind of tough on him. Um but uh not necessarily <laughs> I see what Kent, you, you did but there. Sort of Kenty. I got it. In the way. <laughs> you you get it now? Oh okay. It's, these are very layered intelligent jokes that I'm doing here, Evan. Extraordinarily. <laughs> so anyway, kid uh Keenan Kong uh, goes to his mother's uh, gravesite because apparently his mother was on a plane that uh, Superman failed to save. We get a, a recreation of the very famous uh, Superman scene from the movies where he saves the plane by grabbing the wing and whatever and then pops on and says, you know, uh, I hope this doesn't put you off flying. It's still technically the safest way to travel, which is a beautiful moment the way it's played in both films in mm -hmm. Dick Donner, Superman and uh, the remake. With Brandon Routh. <laughs> Oopsie. But uh, in here, apparently the woman died. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it kind of takes that moment. Um, and and uh, shadowy organization is like, hey, so uh, your mom died in that plane crash. But uh, we could give you powers so that kind of shit doesn't happen. And they stick him in the origin chamber. They shoot him with some sort of fucking rays. And, uh, you know, thank you very much. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, he's Superman now. He's flying around. He shoots some fucking eye beams and then uh, they, or heat eye beams. Listen to me. He shoots some heat vision and uh, they tell him to calm the fuck down. And he's like, well, why would I do that? I'm Superman. And then the last page is uh, Asian Batman what. and uh, well, okay. Wonder Woman it, it's, of it's China. The uh, bat showing up. man. And, you have to put the pause in there for the hyphen. Does it say anything about Asian? It could be a white guy under right. there. But the Wonder the Woman thing. of China. Mm. <laughs> yes. So, like, <laughs> let's dissect just, this. <laughs> let's just look at that for a second. Mm -hmm. So, as near as I can tell, what what is that? There was a guy in China who was a kid and went to the theater in China with his parents and then a guy robs them in an alley and shoots his parents and then he falls into a well full of bats in China you're looking too so far he or the bat or man of he was a China? scientist using some sort of chemically thing he's actually a bat inside he's wearing that suit. a robotic suit I just I think he's just he's mm. just a, a man in so a he's bat a man suit. bat 
I, that that's where I'm getting. Look, I, t- I, I want to go with okay, man in a bat suit. suit. But that's just me. Or bat in a man, bat in a man suit. <laughs> and I, then I like the idea of a bat in a man suit in a Batman suit. That's pretty good. I think is where where I would like to see this go. That's my personal headcanon now. But <laughs> then you have a woman who is not just a woman. No, listen, that lady but is a woman like from she, the She's a bit straight out of Dynasty Warriors, of okay? China? She, she does not look mm-hmm. like she she belongs there. All right. Let's be real for a second. I didn't hate she this does. book. Like, I didn't love it, but I was okay with it right up until the fucking last part where they're like Batman and Wonder Woman of China. I was like, nope. Nope, I wash my hands of this. I want nothing to fucking do with this piece of shit. Uh. (laughs) I'm so confused because I solidly 50% hated this book and 50% thought it was just fine. It's really, really ugly inside my head right now. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, One thing that bo- like the thing that bothered me the most, it's and I don't know if good. this is just me being picky, but seven pages in, seven of spoken dialogue, uh, plenty of thought bubbles mm. and and tons of them. There is a small box that says words in blue are spoken in English. All other words are in Mandarin. <laughs> Why the fuck yeah. was that necessary? Especially seven pages in. That's kind of... You do that at page one. Just I, uh, set the tone. Like, oh, well... Rem- oh, yeah, you should have done that in page one. Like, it's a structural problem. I, out loud, as I was reading this book, said, <laughs> no, they're fucking not. I'm looking at them. I can't read Can Mandarin. Can I read Mandarin? They're in English. <laughs> and then I thought to myself... Am I supposed to have? Holy can shit! I, I can Mandarin? read Mandarin. Shit. God Whoa. damn it! Um, I never knew. Uh, no, I thought to myself, so, "Am I supposed to have like a really awful stereotypical accent at this point?" Because like you just yes. hit me over the head with it. So you, are. yeah, that was a very strange editorial choice. Who wrote this? Uh. Jean Luen Yang, who so he's was a Chinese writing, guy, I believe so. Um, but I he was writing apparently Superman biding right his time to when he can come stuff. up with his masterful okay. idea. So the the arc <laughs> sneaking because it in there. It's they, like oh god damn it! I want to make no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna because it would be culturally up. insensitive. No, and just up. stop but it. <laughs> there's a fucking Pearl Harbor joke in here somewhere Firstly, that yeah, I'm just not gonna do. I'm just not gonna. Wait, wasn't I that? want to, but yeah, it was Japan. I know that's why I said it would be culturally insensitive. Listen, I mean, and they, they could have gone the red. But there's a joke in there. I probably would have had more do respect for the book we have if more they just kept like an encapsulated canon. Uh, I I probably would have been like, all right. That's what I thought this was up until the first page. Everything <laughs> was wrong. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. It, it encapsulated because they put him in a pod. Oh, it's deep. <laughs> it it's written like they they wanted to appeal to a Chinese audience. But their solution to that need <laughs> was to take maybe an 11-year-old 
and said, Hey, do you like Superman? And he said, Yeah, sure do. And he said, Did you ever wonder if there could be a Chinese Superman? He's like, Yeah, I got this whole thing written out in my head. I've been working on it since I was a little kid. Because I hate when kids say, Since I was a kid. But they do. It's like, I'm an ad- I'm a grown-up now. I'm 11. They're like, all right, kid, what do you got? Why is We're there making an a Chinese S Superman? On his chest. And you're going to be it the head ho- writer. It's, it's like, it's oh hope, boy, it, it's hoping Chinese. <laughs> well, see, but if that it because he's Superman. But 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 if it's supposed to be Keenan in Mandarin, Tom. that's why. Fucking weird. Is that? <laughs> are you saying why isn't it a, a, a character? Yeah, I, yeah. Are you yeah. following Holy where I'm going with this? Shit, he's right. Where is it yeah, taking it's a, place? It's supposed to be it's a, taking a Chinese place character. In Shanghai. <laughs> supposed to. Yeah. It's in so Shanghai. apparently, buy it from all of us. Absolutely is that where we're not. going? This with is this? not a Venom Space Knight case. Does like? No, because no, it's buy not. Buy it at all. You like, buy it if you love masochism. Buy it, buy it if you want to punch yourself in the dick a thousand times, but you don't want the physical yourself. pain and just like, the mental pain. <laughs> It's like it's like rage watching a movie or something or hate watching a movie. Like, yeah, go ahead, pick it up. But it's not a I, good idea. I I'm just I'm gonna read the next issue to see if at any point they put Asian there Wonder Woman driving really slowly and not using her turn signal. There you go. <laughs> there it is. It's no this Pandering this was terrible. And it's the, a half-assed I mean, attempt at pandering i i but i actually think <laughs> the original concept i think is there's solid. a good idea here because there's like, not if you, but there's no, not if you, a good idea here if you None extrapolate of these ideas the are idea, good. right <laughs> no, if you extrapolate the idea out and there is how far a <laughs> superman <laughs> six miles six miles how far no, back but just having a superman but think about it if if america like look uh-huh. at this Place it in the real world. If there was an American superhero, Superman, okay, you can bet your sweet bippy that every other fucking industrialized nation on the planet would be doing their very damnedest to come up. But with Superman their is own of the world, Superman. not of America. Okay. They would have to, right? Because the that's the not way. Not anymore. But. But but no, he's truth, justice in the American way. He's an American superhero, like. That's how that would be done, and that's how it would be viewed in a in the the current geopolitical climate. But he would be seen as a weapon of fucking war. If people they... know that he's an alien, right? People know that. I think so. So he should, in yeah, theory, do nothing story, but spur so. the <laughs> nothing uh, is made the in America. Everything is made in China because he wasn't made. In America. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! I just see what I did there. <laughs> but no one. Right, well, they should have oh, gone that's with what it is. They should have gone with the story. They just, uh, I think they just brought sure. online the biggest Chinese radio telescope ever. Yeah. So they should be searching for a Superman and find him, not just make Short one Captain America taken. style. Books mm. bad. Don't buy. Don't it buy this book. You really love China. I think it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you if you meet the author, <laughs> give him really sincere congratulations on landing this big deal issues. job. DC's right, he's doing great. The, the, it's the just not. Button. They they like good. pressing it a lot. No, I mean, 
I'd, <laughs> I'd shake his hand and say, good for no, you. No, that's why I'm all the DC. more surprised. And he's no. like, oh, do you like it? I'm like, no. No. No, I don't. But you, We're happy for you, but not about the You've done something, and that's great. <laughs> you have done a thing, and good for... Yes. Yeah. All right. So, no, avoid like the plague. Last book of the week. Civil War Two, number three, written by Brian Michael Bendis, drawn by David Marquez. Um, spoilers, in case you haven't read the book yet and you've made it this far into the episode and haven't realized that we're going to spoil shit. Um, Did they? Because I, I kept like, deep off the dead. radar about National this. news outlets spoiled it Wednesday morning. I know they did. That's why I don't watch the news. Yeah. I just saw it. Allegedly. Oh. No, no, it doesn't. There's Bruce, a totally awesome Bruce one Banner floating dead, around. Which means the Hulk <sighs> is dead. And... <laughs> no, that would The be... Incredible Hulk is dead. And the moment... Okay, so... Rewind a little bit. How we get to this point is Iron Man and Captain Marvel have been going back and forth about whether or not using the new Inhuman Ulysses is a good idea. Is it right to protect the future or change the future? That's like the whole tagline of Civil War. Iron Man says, no, the future has to happen. We can't be using this kid to stop shit before people have done anything wrong in a very minority report. That was our, our criticism um, the first go around, which is still relevant. Uh, or, you know, in Captain Marvel's responses, yes, if we know Cana Thanos is going to be now in like a book that intergalactic takes place in an intergalactic you should totally that. Just like a, like a comic some strip type of shit. like space slurpees <laughs> and Thanos whatnot. Walking in. This does not have <laughs> blue raspberry! And blows up the whole fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> Just use What do you mean those hot dogs aren't ready? The fucking oh. pina colada slurpee to blue raspberry. <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> That's another comic strip right there. We're geniuses. Completely God arbitrary uses of the Infinity Gauntlet, and we're just giving them away free on this show. <laughs> oh shit! I really want to watch this show, but I gotta pee. I'll just well done, use Matt. The time Saved us all. Appreciate it for a second. Because my cable game. system doesn't have pausing live TV as a feature. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to put this podcast in an envelope and mail it to myself. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that's where our, our, the, where the two leaders of the different factions in the Marvel Universe are right now. And they, uh, they show up at Bruce Banner's um, lab. How you doing? And Carol Danvers <laughs> goes in first. She's talking to Bruce and she's like, hey, so uh, how are things? Haven't seen you in a bit. You look well. How are the kids? How's the? Oh, you don't have one. Okay, that's fair. And you know that's um, never good when a woman and says that. And she basically to you. comes in and says, uh, "We need to talk." And he, you know, are you doing? No, no, it never ends well. And uh, she asks him, "Are you doing any uh, gamma-related experiments?" And Tony Stark shows up, and uh, he's like, "What? What the fuck? Like, I haven't been the whole." <laughs> oh man, that would be great if they broke Don't down that fourth wall right there. A shitty book. Don't come fucking looking at me. God damn it, it's not my fault. That's really so mad. <laughs> really would. Um, but then they talk to him, and now what I got out of this, um, tell me what you guys think, is the the event 
that Ulysses experienced and by proxy made all the other heroes experience was the old man Logan storyline. Is that what they were referring to, do you think? Because it's never expressly said what event they are trying to prevent the Hulk from it, doing. We, no matter what we think Unless it they is. said it in the last, I didn't read issue two. Unless they said it in that issue, we'll never, I doubt well, they'll I, ever I mean, tell us. If they did want to tell us, that would be a good way to explain no, they, it. they didn't. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was. I'm thinking it's just regular old Hulk kill yeah. things. Essentially. <laughs> I think it's just a Hulk rampage, yeah. Or just him becoming the maestro eventually, like... Maybe. Maybe because, not even. And the the only reason I, I even thought of those things is because they seem to be using Ulysses to prevent big fucking deals. Yes. Oh, not the shocker's it like, a big oh, the deal. Don't, rob don't. the bank again. Let's fucking go get him. You know, or shit, the chameleon <laughs> is back. What's the, what's the leaper? <laughs> Somebody send the prowler after Mr. Rose. Like, ugh. Who cares? Uh, hey, 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 hey. There is a line we do not cross. <laughs> Batrock Zilliper. Stiltman. No. Stiltman. <laughs> we don't make fun of Stiltman? <laughs> Leland Gaunt has put the owl costume back on. Daredevil, go get his... Right? Like, they're not... They're using it to stop really big deals. So... Maybe they're referring to the maestro. Maybe they're referring to the old man Logan storyline. Um, I think by not pointing it out there, it's kind of fun for us to sit and speculate. And I, I kind of like that Bendis didn't put a name on it. Um, but they're talking about it. Yeah, and they are. <laughs> they take Banner out yeah, to the front lawn. Crazy. And everybody's fucking there. Just everybody. They're all just on Banner's front lawn. And uh, <laughs> Beast... Goes ahead and hacks into uh, hacks into Doctor Banner's uh, computer, finds out that he has in fact been doing uh, gamma experiments on himself to try to rid himself of the Hulk, uh, which has kind of always been the case. He does not want to be the Hulk if he can't uh, or if he can help it. Um, no, he, which he's afraid of it coming back, so he's what trying to. Are you the, sure he's trying to get rid of it? Because he's, he's rid of doing it. Have actually yeah. been keeping it away. Right. He he says it a few times. I haven't turned into the Hulk. Well, in no, I mean almost whatever happened to him. Right. So they're so, not they're not I, exactly following the totally <laughs> awesome canon. Right. And thank God for that. <laughs> That's okay, but. So, I'm I'm not a long time comic reader. Haven't they, well, they shot him to another successfully planet and he contained came back the really before? Off. Like it's not easy, but it's yeah, possible, so, isn't it? I mean, well, the the, the thing, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, the thing is, with Hulk, <laughs> they, they can make him as powerful as they want. People don't like him, given the storyline. That's the cool thing about <laughs> no. the Hulk because there's no. somewhere, and, you know. Thanos can take him out even though it's really difficult and there's other ones where he's fucking unstoppable and it not even like he's essentially doomsday and nothing can kill him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Logan's taken him out temporarily. Right. But uh, recently they've been making the Hulk more and more powerful and 
as he's out there explaining, you know, Tony Stark is saying, why didn't you come to us to help you? And Captain Marvel is saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do this shit to yourself? Bruce Banner starts getting pissed off. He starts getting angry. <laughs> um, you know, we can tell because the fucking words are in capital letters and bold. And if the internet has taught me anything, that means he's yelling at that moment. And as he's getting angrier and angrier, a fucking arrow comes out of the trees, hits him in the head, and a second one comes right through the fucking chest, and he's dead. And they fucking send everybody over to the trees. I, okay, they, I have a question. try to this figure bo- out who the hell part, it is. We see okay? a bow come down. How many people and then we see Hawkeye. in the Marvel Universe are running around uh-huh. with bows and arrows? Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> So we know it's Hawkeye. There's no question about it. Two. Two? Like, uh, Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just... uh, it could have been Crossbones, I suppose. Well, I, I mean... I mean, theoretically, Crossbones is the only villain I can think of that would use a bow well, and arrow. That's, that's the thing. You, to maybe well, try and frame you don't ex- a hero. Like, your own guy. In that that's moment, if you're a hero and you're thinking it had to be a guy. villain, it's Granted, fucking, yes, if, if you're thinking... Or not Crossbones, Taskmaster. Comic, Sorry. Like, in our terms, outside of the book, yeah, all right, yeah, it's fucking Hawkeye. He shot him with an arrow. It's obvious. Don't be fucking stupid. But, yeah, to the heroes, I, you don't want to believe, like, I... I, if my best friend shot my dog, I wouldn't want to believe it. Like, especially if I didn't see it. And then he's like, I'm sorry, your dog was crazy. I'd be like, why, why, why would you do that? Wow. This just went dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Betsy's the whole Because your dog told me to. <laughs> well, so we get to this moment. Um, where Captain Marvel is yelling at Clint and said, why the fuck did, why did you do this? Captain America starts yelling at him, why? And Hawkeye says, because Bruce Banner asked me to. And we, we then flash back to a scene of Banner and Hawkeye in a bar and Banner hands him an arrow and like this special fucking tip. And he says, you know, it, it, if I ever hulk out ever again, I want you to kill me. And he's, you know, he, Clint kind of looks at him, as you can imagine, and says, well, why the fuck would you pick me to do this? And in perhaps one of the most beautifully written things I think I've ever seen in a comic book, Bruce Banner says, because you are one of the few uh-huh. people I know who eventually will be able to live <laughs> with the choice. And I fucking rolled a tear. Now, I know I'm an emotional baby about shit, but that was such a touching moment and a moment that speaks, I I think, to, you know, when you, if you take this shit seriously and suspend your disbelief and actually read it as, you know, dramatic characters, that moment of interaction of, I am asking you to do the most final thing someone can do to someone else because I know eventually you'll be able to deal with the ramifications of that decision. It was definitely a touching It's such a beautiful yet heartbreaking moment that I fucking rolled a tear over it. I was like, man, that was so <laughs> well written. I was a little too busy being insulted on the behalf of Hawkeye. 
<laughs> Why were you insulted? Because it's like, it's just like, oh, well, you're, you're the only killer who will eventually be able to justify it in his own mind. So I need you to Frank be the Castle killer. Frank Castle don't hang around with those clowns. Well, like, I mean, I think in that instance, though, he could have asked Punisher. Right? But I, th uh, but I think that's the, the point, is that he went to a friend. Yeah. You know? I, I can I, see that, yeah. I need you to stop me. Because if you bad. don't, bad shit is going to happen. You know, and for anybody who's read any of the shit with the maestro or the old man Logan storyline, bad shit happens like real bad. Speaking so, of the old man Logan yeah. storyline, a couple, a couple panels later, the only mention of what? Oh, besides Beast, the only mention of X Men besides Beast, he likes is just TV? Logan in the uh, the mutant school, sitting Why on the couch watching. TV why watching C-SPAN or something. But why isn't he there? Right, that's that's not our Logan. No, he that, is. That, what I... No, he and is the in the crowd. crowd of he's heroes. There. Oh, because that's not... Yeah, when he's sitting at the, trial. at the television, he's watching the court case. He is. Oh, he was there? He there. He's... That's right. Okay. Yeah, I messed up. Just yeah. don't ever do it again. That's All fine. right. I'll All be right. careful. So they uh, they then call the beast out to the stand. Um, he says, you know, yes, this uh, this arrow um, was designed by Bruce Banner. It matches the shit that I found on his computers. Um, they play a video of Bruce Banner saying, you know, I have asked Clint Barton to do this for me. Um, but still, there's, you know, it's it's his word against... A, a dead man's word. And the rest of this issue is just, you know, a lot of talking <laughs> heads about what they're God, doing using Ulysses to prevent things. We get Evan's favorite character, Modoc. That was a piece here. of artwork that um, I sent you. <laughs> not looking very Trump this week. Um, looked like Trump a couple in a few issues back. Um, that was that was pretty excellent. Um, you know, but we get this, this whole big explanation and it, and it further splits up the team and we get this really nice moment of um you know tony with a tear in his eye looking up at carol saying you know who is next on your hit list and uh we kind of end with tony and mary jane and the computer program friday uh having a discussion tony already knows what the outcome of the case is going to be we don't know if hawkeye is found guilty or innocent we're left there with uh Friday having run some calculations on Ulysses' brain. Um, she is figuring out how his visions work, and uh, they're kind of left with seeing the future. And I really enjoyed this book. I thought this was um, incredibly touching, incredibly well done. It was a, it was a um, singular event. I don't know how much it moved the That's plot it. It forward, because it was of a lot Banner. of just talking heads. But as far as... Right. And as far as superhero death goes, well, yeah, it wasn't um, for nothing. It, this it, one, yeah, it wasn't I felt for like show. They, they, they did a good job, and I felt like it was explained well enough. I mean, I feel the deaths that they have had shocking in this book are just all around meaningful. Rhodey, shocking. Um, what could be She-Hulk, uh, Banner? 
they're they're not collateral damage. I mean, in the grand scheme, they are, but like they're for the purpose of forwarding the plot and giving these characters emotional baggage to you know build up to. And it, it makes me wonder how long this one will stick because we've already gotten set reports coming out of mm -hmm. Mark Ruffalo is on set um, filming for Thor Ragnarok. So the Hulk is going to be in that. Right. Will Banner be brought back in time for the movie to come out? Because like, like anybody with you know half a brain could have predicted, Steve Rogers, oh shit, look, he's back and he's Captain America. Right when Captain America Civil War came out, you know, he's no longer old, frail Steve Rogers. He's back to being Cap. And before the last Spider-Man movie came out, it wasn't Dr. Octopus anymore. It was, you know, Peter Parker was back in the suit. So, like, all of these toys eventually get put back in the toy box for other people to play with I later. Mean, do, uh, I don't know. Though. Do they I don't know have how this to? one, I, how they I'm write themselves sure. out of it. Like it's it's not necessary. Not I mean, sure. Rhodey and but they always uh, do. Um, Jennifer aren't exactly like the Maybe. A list characters that have their own books. And Banner's not been written out, but you have Amadeus Cho, which is not a good replacement, but it's there for right now. So. It could stick for a while. I don't know about forever, but it could definitely stick for a while. Ugh. No. I mean, because we're we're another year away from Thor Ragnarok being in theaters, so... And that's about the amount of time they leave big names dead. Yeah, I mean, maybe they could have uh, Hyperion punch reality. Yeah, we got That'll a new arc back. coming. Going to well, be good. Superboy-esque way. Still, That'll be fun. Is time? No, I guess time's not broken. The X-Men are still around, but they're going to kill them soon. Maybe we'll get right. evil banned. Uh, they're, they're not doing too much time jumping, so they can't pull a banner from before he's dead through time. Maybe to, that'll be the thing at the end even, of all of this. I don't even know how many be, universes there are now. There's at least three. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Like, And the Marvel Universe is, has quietly be, been doing an interesting thing that I think has kind of gone under the radar a little bit. But they started it a little while ago with Clint Barton and the Hawkeye from the Young Avengers both being Hawkeye. There are two Spider-Men. Oh, the girl. There are Spider-Women running around. There are two Captain Americas now. There's about to be two um, Iron Man characters because there's mm -hmm. that um, the Wait, so, the girl so, who's right. going to be in an Iron Man suit. So like and Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom is well, going okay, to be in an what, Iron Man title. Um, let's let's play this side. What if we've got they multiple Spider-Men wrong by finding around. out so, like, that it wasn't this kill off that one of the it was other Banner who's been kind of chilling since Old Man Logan came back on the scene, and that's what we got going. On. That'd be kind of cool. I kind of like that. No, but I mean, he could fucking pop up. That could be a thing. Have we seen other Banner? He's not oh around. My God, a twist that would be amazing. That that would be the Maybe only reason Amadeus I would Cho ever read a totally awesome Hulk Logan issue Hulk. again. Oh He's my. just tired of being the fucking. To yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Well, <laughs> to watch the heel turn of the cinch, just fucking oh god. So, but I, I wonder where Marvel is going with that I don't because know we're anymore. we're no. getting multiple no. instances of the same hero. I will. We even saw it last week. Evan, did you read Moon Knight yet? Last week. What? Okay, sorry, spoilers. Um, you have to. But at at the end of Moon Knight last week, Moon Knight, or Mr. Knight, Mark Spector, <laughs> is fucking hit in the face with a moonerang. I don't know what he calls him. Sorry. Um, but he's he's hit the crescent moon, hits him in the face, and there's a Moon Knight standing in front of the temple. So, like, there's two Moon Knights. There are... I, I gotta like, say... Are we getting another Infinity yeah, War? No, I, like, I, what I agree the fuck with you. is I mean, happening? I gotta say... It would sort of make sense really leading hard up to, to the next not like Tony Avengers flick. Because, but like... There's definitely... There's gotta be a point. His friends are getting killed left and right, there and he has, has a point. Like, you're fucking with things you don't know about. Like, her, Carol's explanation about, you know... Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're preventing things. That could happen. Do you know they're gonna happen? Are they catastrophic? Well, maybe they could be. Well, it is, but like bo- both sides be, do have be, but they their aren't. their points. In well, the but she has it's, a good it's point. Definitely not it's like a compelling argument. Tony was kind of being more of a dick. Like he's very rational in this book, which <laughs> makes him more likable. He's being actually more emotional in this, which makes him more likable. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're they're doing a very good job, I think, in a very Games of Thronian kind of way of making every character their reason behind doing what they're doing sort of makes sense and you can sort of have empathy for everything that's going on. Right? Game of Thrones does that incredibly well where there are moments on that show where even Cersei Lannister, you're like, all right, I kind of get why you are the way you are. Like, I I disagree, but I sort of understand where you're coming from. They're doing a really good job in this book, unlike Dean, like you said, in the first one, where it was just <laughs> cap, angry, pony, angry, fight. we fight. You know, like, that was basically the reason they just, meh, I don't like you. You know, it, and, right, and slap, 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 that was all it was. Here, you're actually... I can there, there's a like there's a divide and it makes sense and it makes for I think a very compelling reading. I am <laughs> compelled. I'm not happy. Not but I happy. am compelled. Why are you not happy? I don't. I don't. I feel like. Do I? I Hang love on, being able to actually this. see you <laughs> whilst you're doing Tom, this. Let me think this over with myself. Yeah, I think so. I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah because i actually have mannerisms where i try to parse my own thoughts i think i feel like it's it's not simple but it's a little easy or maybe the other way around there's a subtle distinction to just killing really beloved characters to create a situation like 
I, can I you would do agree something a you? little more creative than just kill him and everybody goes <gasps> I would agree with you if the reasons surrounding the death weren't as compelling as it was like seeing like the if, future yeah and he asked me to like this one in particular of making this sacrifice to prevent a world war hulk again um if you go back and look at like now you said you ha you haven't been reading comics all that long so did you read the the Avengers disassembled shit when Brian Michael Bendis first took over writing the Avengers books. No, I wasn't in it. Okay. Um, in that book, Ant-Man gets killed. Jack of Hearts gets killed. Um, I think Vision gets killed. Hawkeye gets killed. And they're completely cheap and unnecessary. They mm -hmm. don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And those were superhero death just for the, yes. <gasps> he died. Shit. This is actually one do? of the more... You know, so this is I would agree with your assessment. This this is one of the oh, more much, powerful, much better. Evan, you deaths. read those, like, right? Even okay. Death of Wolverine. Would you, would you agree with recently, my assessment? Uh, the no, it it wasn't the. I mean, back when Cap was killed, that was actually pretty powerful. It wasn't great, but outside of those two and maybe Uncle Ben. No, no, no! I'm talking the original, <laughs> OG. I maybe yes. Colossus. Ben was back in Spider Verse. Um, <laughs> the original, like Amazing Fantasy 15. Well, then, it... yeah. Well, and like mm -hmm. sometimes the death of the superhero can be made relevant by the resurrection of the hero because like I said Colossus but then I thought after I said it the death of Colossus to the legacy virus back in the late 90s right. was not as impactful or didn't didn't I, I don't think resonate as much until Joss Whedon brought him back in Astonishing uh, X-Men and the way he was brought back was done so well that it <gasps> sort of retroactively made the death better you know, sort of the same thing with Bucky and the Winter Soldier. Spoilers, sorry. Um, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen Captain America, the first Avenger at this point, or read any Captain America book ever. Um, yeah, like at least these, the death well, in this All book of the deaths has the original gravitas to Civil it. There's War. weight behind it. It's I not mean, just, well, Jack of Hearts blew up. Normies like, outside of Cap. You know? And I count the Cap death in Civil War, even though it was at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, this... I always felt that the original Civil War story needed right. something more. A, a, a more a, people have been dying in superhero battles. Normies have been dying in superhero battles for as long as there have been superhero battles. And every once in a while, we'll get a cheesy superhero death. And that's supposed to be more impactful because it's right. you know whether it be the titular character or someone that we care about or blah 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 whatever it may be i wasn't up until i saw this news article earlier today if i'm not mistaken i wasn't thinking about the hulk because the last taste of hulk that i got was totally awesome and i stopped giving a shit <clears throat> now to me this storyline is i was just like he's just sitting there trying to do right and now he can't do right <laughs> yeah. because someone yeah. may have pulled the trigger a little too early or 
a situation has been started that we cannot disprove or prove either in either direction. Like it's it's a weird set of circumstances, and that I find interesting story wise. Like it's actually making me think, and comic books very rarely make me think. It's fun pictures and light stories and shit. Yes. <laughs> thwip, thwip, thwack, thwack. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, bang, bang, <laughs> smash, smash. Ooh, swing. Spider-Man, swingy, swingy. Like. Which is yeah, fine. It's, it's I, 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 I don't, I'm I not like on it. either Snick side. It. Like, I'm, snack, I'm waiting to see. You know, I'm the type I'm, that'll sit back and I wait to see how it all ends. On and then go, yeah. Side. They're right. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're you're that guy. Now that it's all over, I'm like, oh, I was totally with him the whole time. It's that's what I thought. I my opinions have been well documented somewhere. Also, there's now two wasps, two iron fists well... coming up. And, yeah, there's uh... going to be a new. Yeah, the, so th that's got to be leading to something. Like Listen, Marvel is pretty fucking a stupid, stupid company. They have these creator <laughs> retreats. Like, oh, okay, totally awesome that? Hulk aside. Um. <laughs> It really is. Guys, we're getting And it's really about to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it but might be ending. Let's wrap this up. Well, yeah. Oh, what's Venom, the matter? Dean, you don't want to edit like, it? New Marvel number ones coming out. And Venom, Venom is, is one of them. Coming Anywho. Back to, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, I asked for us to discuss okay. topics at the beginning, not at the very fucking end of the... Mm. Just sorry. wrap it up. Wrap it up. This is what you Senior asked for cranky in pads. Team, by the way. Another thing that I wanted to bring up... <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happens. Dude, the art in this book is phenomenal, <laughs> and that's the last I'll say. <laughs> in other news, there has been some shit that's fucking small Nintendo. Huh? I saw that. What are they on about? <laughs> yeah. That's David true. Marquez's art was great. And then the preview image at the very end of Moon Knight with uh, a shield logo, choosing sides two and three. Yes. Fuck yeah. All right, yes. so we have run a little bit long, but it, I think it's, you know, that that shows the power of this book. I think it's a buy it from everybody, um, correct? Yes. The and eyes have it. Um, announcer season. guy, <laughs> announcer guy, say some shit. Thank you, Dan. Attention listeners. Did you know the Geek Aid crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geek Aid website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with Geek Aid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at geekaid.com. Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan. Thanks again, announcer guy. And once again, thank you for listening to the Paper Cuts podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you have a moment when you're done listening to this show, why don't you head on over to iTunes or Stitcher, leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. Helps move the show up the charts. It's the easiest way to get more eyes and ears on our show and costs you absolutely nothing. If you want to get a hold of any of us and yell at us or, you know, ask us for fashion tips or, you know, whatever, recipes. My wife's a good cook. You can send us uh, an email, mail at geekaid.com. If you want to send us some snail mail, Dean, what's uh, your home address? I forget. Uh, no? It's one, two, okay. three, fuck you at <laughs> don't mail me. Aww. Oh, you said at. You gave it away. Everybody thought it was going to be real until you said at. 
Yeah, because the fuck shit. you didn't give it away. <laughs> no, no, that's a legit street. You're from North Jersey. People say fuck all the time. It's makes sense. The fuck are you talking about? Exactly. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, you can follow uh, me on Twitter. I am at GeekAdan. If you want to follow Dean, he is at... Come on, O underscore Vesselord. Matt is at... GeekAdMatt. And Evan John is at... <laughs> GeekAd underscore Evan. John. Not speaking to you anymore. <laughs> Join us again next week when we have a whole new slew of books to talk about. Maybe we'll get into some deep discussions at the beginning of the show, not at the end, just to make Dean happy. Until then... For Evan Goldstein, for Matt Much, for Dean DeFalco, and for Dan Ryan, I am Dan Ryan.